This episode of Poetic Properties Podcast is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. tuning in to the poetic property podcast i am your host complex the poet father author and entrepreneur this week was um this week was a cool week still fighting with uh regulating my body with the medicine and stuff like that but um i woke up and i'm breathing so y'all know my my get down with that as long as i'm breathing i'm gonna continue to fight I honestly feel like the medicine is beginning to uh, to work. I just, it, my body is just very, very sensitive to change. So as the medicine is starting to work and my body is starting to regulate, it's creating some other issues in, with my stomach, um, with indigestion, migraines, etc. But um, I do notice some things that are uh, getting better. So I'm excited about that. It's just... Uh, it's just frustrating going through it, um, having the, the flare ups and stuff like that. So my body is very tired, very fatigued, um, very much so in pain, but I gotta get, I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep grinding, making sure that I'm staying active enough. So, um, the pain doesn't set in as much. Um, it's a struggle for me to kind of sit down for too long. I have to kind of get up even, Laying down is becoming difficult now because my muscles are so fatigued and it's it's this bruising feeling um, all over my body. But I'm still breathing, so I'm still fighting, and we're gonna um, we're gonna get through it. Um, that's that's just the that's just the mind frame that I have. I will be able to be you know back at a hundred percent health wise i i have faith that it that it will happen and i'm taking the steps to 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 get there um other than that oh my i have to hurry up and get this surgery which is extremely stressful um on my elbow like the other day like i was sitting there at uh at work and actually last week my arm was just kind of hurting really, really bad. And I was like, man, like, I know I need the surgery. Um, and I'm waiting for them to clear everything and stuff. But it was just hurting really bad. And before, it wasn't hurting at all. So sitting there probably Monday, it was painful. Tuesday, and it's like a radiating pain, you know, from my elbow down. And it just hurts. And so I want to say... I want to say like Wednesday or Thursday, like I had went like to touch my arm and it was hot to the touch um, and extremely swollen. So I think either the nerve is either pinched too much, ruptured, whatever. But all I know is it hurts really bad. Um, I can't really sleep on that side, which sucks. Like it, it's so much going on that is creating so much stress as a result to that because I'm left-handed and the issue is in my left hand. So, um, I'm hoping that the surgery gets scheduled sooner than later. I called and they said they would call me back, but you know how that goes, especially right now. Um, so that created 
that created a lot of uh, stress when they didn't call me back because I really need to get this done. At first, it was just a matter of kind of uh, tingling and losing some, losing a little bit of feeling here and there. But now it's 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 painful. So I want to hurry up and get this surgery out of the way so that um, I can get back to life. Um, yeah, like it's just, oh my God, like if only y'all knew how much was like was really going on, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, this moment is to, is just to say that, um, with everything that I'm going through, I'm breathing. So I'm fighting through it. I want to make sure that we all, um, had a good week. I want to make sure that we all, um, if not, you know, if we all, if we all didn't have a good week, I want to make sure that we, we figure out how to make it better so that, you know, we can just feel good. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I want all of this. I want it to be over so I can put a little bit more focus into the things that I have going on, but such is life and we gotta as long as we breathing and moving we gotta keep fighting and keep pushing and keep moving forward um so with that said you if (laughs) i'm so like it's been a struggle like the like the pain is getting like there there's no sugar cone it like the 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 pain is getting to a level of annoyance because it's like it's usually like in my legs and my arms and then like it escalates to my chest. Um, this time it's like my butt. Like I can't, like it's just, it, it, it's, it's just painful. And so I get into these moments where I'm good and, and I'm, I'm fighting and I'm making sure that, you know, I'm doing the things that I need to do, but it's just, it gets frustrating when I can't get comfortable. It gets frustrating when, you know, there's no way to, to stop the the pain or the agitation and I don't want to sit here and act like you know it's a pain level of 20 you know what I mean 20 out of 20 but it's enough that it's very very uncomfortable and it's enough that it alters my day and I try to remain positive I try to remain positive uh as as positive as I can about it because I know in due time it'll be over it's just like I, I like with everything else I have to take the steps or continue to take the steps that uh that allow me to to feel better um unfortunately a few of the diagnoses that I have are not curable they're just you could just maintain them so it's just it it, it sucks but I don't complain um it is what it is. My my journey is what it's meant to be. And, you know, my my team of doctors and myself will, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, I am excited, though. A good part of the week, um, a few people in my group chat that I talk about, uh, we created a little side fitness club um, and we're going to use it to motivate each other to continue to get healthy and stay healthy so that. We can have, like, it's difficult when you don't have somebody to keep you accountable. Like, it, it, it's difficult when you're, when, especially when you are out of the working out phase of your life. And you, you know, you just, you live in your regular life, you work in your kids and stuff like that. And then boom, something happened or 
uh, you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like the way that you feel, don't like the way that you look. And it's difficult to get that encouragement and maintain that encouragement for a lot of people. So um, we decided that, you know, a few of us, we're going we're gonna to do that. And it's not just about losing weight. Uh, we have people that are losing, people that want to gain, people that want to tone. It's just a matter of, it's just a group of us that care enough to want to keep each other alive and healthy um, the best we can. It's it's a couple guys in there that like they're gym rats and stuff like that, but they're not like douchebags. They're they'll help, they'll give knowledge um, and encouragement, and we all do. So I'm glad that we're doing that. That was a positive thing that really helped my mentor this week, just to know that um, we'll be we'll be starting that as a group um, on this coming. This coming Monday will be the official first day, and we're just going to um, do our respective workouts and, you know, check on each other, make sure everybody is good, that everybody is staying consistent with it. And then, um, yeah, that that really they really gave me some lift to my week. Um, I I try to work out by myself. Right. I've attempted to do it just based off of. I used to run track, used to play football, so just kind of doing those same workouts and stuff like that, but I wasn't really getting no results. I wasn't really, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, how can I put it? Like, I wasn't, I, I didn't get no results from that, and it dawned on me that, like, who, I'm not a, I'm, uh, I'm not a personal trainer, right? Those workouts that I did then, those were workouts for my body type, for my metabolism, for my age then. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you get to doing the, the this stuff and you try to do it by yourself. And then you get discouraged because it's no results. But it's no results because you you are doing something. You are assuming you're doing the right thing as opposed to taking the time to 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 know what to eat how to eat, what exercises to do. And it dawned on me, like, I'm not qualified for that, even for myself. Even for myself, I'm not qualified to, yeah, I know my body. Yeah, I know, you know, I know good foods, bad foods, whatever, to a certain extent. I know junk food is bad. I know vegetables are good, but I'm not a nutritionist, nor am I a personal trainer. So the things that I'm doing, thinking that I'm, um, I'm doing the right thing could 100% be wrong for my body. The things that I'm eating, thinking I'm doing or eating the right things could be 100% wrong for my body. And that's why I'm appreciative of this fitness group that we, that, that we've started because a lot of them in there know what to eat. A lot of them, they, they know how to work out. They know specifics, like not just, do push-ups and sit-ups and dips, but they know do push-ups for this, do this type of push-up for this, do this type of sit-up for that. And I know to an extent, you know, I could Google it and YouTube it or yada, yada, whatever, but that still doesn't make me qualify just because I saw it on, just because I saw it on YouTube. So being able to be a part of this, this, this fitness thing with people who are actually, um, in fitness and have proof of being in fitness, whether it be um, by client uh, reviews or by 
what by seeing them working out and doing the things that they advise, it's like, all right, cool, you're qualified to do that. I'm not qualified for that. And in that it made me it made me think about everything else. I understand and I know we I know we get into this uh thing where we say that rich people like they don't do nothing for themselves. And you have the stereotype that they're spoiled and they're this and they're that and um it's not authentic because they didn't do this and I, I, I think about that. And the question comes, what are your qualifications? Yeah, you're you you're taught to cook cook to a certain extent, you're taught to clean to a certain extent, but there are people who take that to a scientific level. Their their ability to cook is it, it, they they put in the hours to learn the specifics of cooking. They put in the the hours to, to learn the specifics of cleaning, um, of personal training, of massage, of all these things, right? And it's a shame that we're so we're so trained to look at people as spoiled when they get help and they pay for help and and you know they're not doing the things that the day-to-day person is doing. Uh, me and my brother talk about this all the time. And he tells me, don't get too far off to where you are you are uh, no longer to be the creator. Right? And what he means by that, like for me, my meat and potatoes is poetry. Right? But... Because I'm running my business, you know, by myself, I'm the poet, I'm the host, I'm the cameraman, I'm the editor, I'm the designer, I'm the web builder, I'm the web web editor, uh, the graphic designer, I'm the CEO, I'm the janitor, like I'm all these things in my company. And I understand that. I understand that I have to be that because you need revenue to run a full company. You need uh, you, you need people who are going to rock with you sometimes for free up front until you get to the money so where you can you can pay the company. For me, I'd rather just rock it by myself, learn uh, on these ground on this ground level so that when it, when I get in a position that my company does truly expand and I'm hiring people, I'm hiring people that. I'm hiring people with the intention to have fun. It's no pressure if you accept the job or not. I know that sounds bad, but once I start hiring people, I'm hiring people because I want to hire people, not because I need you. I've learned and I'm learning to do every single thing that I need to do to make my company what it is. But in doing so, as I'm building and I'm adding things, I have to think about myself as the artist i have to i have to remember that beyond anything beyond the store beyond the shoes beyond the the, beyond this podcast um i'm a poet period and that's where all this that's where that's where the meat and potatoes is of the situation is the poetry 
I'm becoming qualified to be a cameraman to a certain extent. I'm becoming qualified to be a, a graphic designer, uh, a designer in general. Like I'm becoming qualified because I'm putting in the hours to, to learn how to do this stuff. Right. And we have to get out of this. We have to get out of this thing where. One, we're afraid to learn how to do it. But two, we have to get out of our way. We have to get in a position to where, okay, cool, we're willing to learn, but also we're willing to under like certain things I just I I'm I'm speaking for me. Certain things I just cannot do. I, I try it, it's it's it becomes too much. It takes me away from the main thing that I'm trying to accomplish because I'm doing too much tech support. At the end of the day, I'm I'm an artist. At the end of the day, poetry is my thing. I started all this from from therapy. I thought I started all this for therapy. Like I say, missing my oldest daughter and losing my youngest daughter, it was just like, man, I needed something to I needed something else to father. I needed a new baby to to bring up and 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 raise and teach and stuff. So it's like I'm learning all this stuff from therapy, but now I enjoy it. But you got to understand that it's people more qualified than you. So I understand when people have the money, they get a chef. Cause you don't want to cook all day. My brother tells me like you, you want to make sure you have time to still work on your craft. And when you're doing everything, you don't have time. Like you, you lose a lot of time on, on being, you're losing a lot of time on your meat and potatoes because you're building something and it's refreshing and it's cool. And I love it, but I get, why people hire others. And the same way that we, the same way that we uh, attack our physical, right? I spoke about the fitness thing and how we're so, society is just driven off of looking good, right? I always wonder, do you feel good? I always wonder, does your mental feel good? For me, when I was doing it by myself, it wasn't working. I was walking two miles a day just talking to myself and, oh, I'm walking. I was doing the push-ups and I was doing the sit-ups, but didn't know what to eat, right? So I Googled some stuff, start kind of eating it. That wasn't working. It's just like, so now I'm discouraged because I go from losing this weight to, to not losing nothing. To losing weight, then turning around and gaining weight. Because I'm not qualified. I'm not like I'm not I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a trainer. I'm not a therapist. I tell you that all the time. I'm not a therapist, so I don't speak to you from a clinical standpoint. I speak to you because I'm qualified to speak to you because I'm going through what I'm going through, and I put in the hours to speak from this perspective. Before I sat in front of this podcast, I sat in front of youth and I mentored. Before I before I even took that on of becoming a youth mentor, I mentored couples. 
Why? Because I'm a person who has been married. I'm a person who has been in relationships. And again, I'm not teaching you from a clinical space. It's all good to have degrees and, and, and read those books and, you know, you graduate. But it's so much better when you're able to add the experience. I'll take the experienced person over the 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 trained person seven out of ten times. Like surgeons and dentists and 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 hygiene or hygienal type of doctors, all right, you got it. I nah, don't listen to me. But I'll take a person who is experienced experienced in life lessons and who is qualified to speak on 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 such topics over a person who was just uh, uh, trained in school. I think we get afraid to, 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 to say that out loud. We listen to these people who, who have no proof. They have no proof of their qualifications other than I did this, I did that. I am strong on not listening people not listening to people who don't have the qualifications. And who can't you can't just tell me you know how to do something and I'm gonna be like, oh, alright, cool. It don't work like that. I'm very much so a person that I need to be able to see whatever you're telling me, I need to be able to to have seen it in action in real time or you point me in a direction of something that I could see. Like, again, I talk about my brother all the time. He's an artist, right? My oldest son wants to be an artist. So for me, I'm not telling my son to look at YouTube first. I'm not telling my son to look online or Google first. My brother has been an artist since he's 12. He's 40 now. I don't care if he doesn't, if he didn't go to art school. I don't care if he doesn't have an art degree. I watched him become qualified because he's been hands on with different medias of art and, and design and uh, just growing over the years from the time he was 12. So from the time I was 10 till now, I'm 38 going on 39. My brother has been an artist. Like, he sold many of portraits. He's done famous people's uh, art. Like people got tattoos of things that he drew for them on. Like he solidified. So for me, he's qualified for that. So when my son comes to me and tell me, hey, I want to do art. You know, I'm thinking about this and thinking about that. For me, I'm not qualified. I hear my brother. Hey, man, uh, little peanut asking me something about art. I don't know. And he same response he gives about everything else. Tell them to call me. And they talk about whatever they talk about. I don't care about art like that. I don't care. I, I care about finished art. Like I, I like art. I want to buy art. But my care and my skill is not learning art, learning how to draw, paint, learning colors. And that's not my that's that's not it. I'm not qualified. When people get to talking to you, you have to understand it's okay to say, nah, 
it's okay for you not to take their advice. It's okay for you to breathe a little bit. And it's okay for you to, how do you know? Stop letting people come in your space and teach you a lesson they never learned. You can't teach me what you never learned. I don't care if you've seen it on TV. I don't care if if your homegirl, homeboy's boyfriend, girlfriend went through that. You are not qualified to tell me or teach me that. For me, I don't tell people anything that I have not went through. I am very serious about that. It's one thing about me. It's like, like of course, y'all know I have kids. If you are not a parent, an active godparent, an active aunt, uncle, anything, I will not listen to you about kids. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care how I don't care how many degrees you have. If you can't show me where you spent time with actual kids on a day-to-day basis i'm not talking about uh for the weekend i'm not talking about a couple days i'm not talking about a couple sessions i'm saying until if you can't show me and point me in a direction where i can see you in action with kids and not just with books i don't i don't i'm not doing it i'm not doing it that's the same thing as the physical. If you can't show me qualifications, then I can't trust that you're gonna help me. I can't waste my time with you. I can't I can't waste your time. Because even if you fool me up front, even if you oh no, you know I got it, my body's gonna tell me this ain't this not even working. My body's gonna my mind is gonna tell me. I have to get away from you because you're not qualified and you're teaching me something that you know nothing about. And I can't, I don't have space in my mind for it. Like I don't have room in my mind for that. So when you are approaching someone and you are trying to assist someone, you got to make sure you qualify. You got to make sure people are not just telling you stuff. Again, I go back to what I said last week. People try to make you live the life that they want for you, not the best life that you could live for yourself. And people will run, try to run circles around you saying how qualified they are. And I used to do this and I used to do that. And they put their input on stuff and they don't have no proof. Show me the proof. You can look back 35, 36 episodes of me talking, you know, talking and helping and, and, and not helping, but because I don't know if I'm helping, but I'm qualified for this. You can see through 36, 37 episodes of the podcast. You can look back 10 years of my poetry. You can look back 10 years of me mentoring. Like you can, you can find people who I was able to mentor. Like I'm qualified for that. Right. And I, and, and. It's a frustration of mine because I see so many people talking and, 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 oh, I'm an advocate of this. Oh, I did this. I did that. And a person who is struggling will listen to that and they will believe that person. And that person will go home knowing they have no, they have no experience in that. Like, I hate the Googler, the, the, the person who in a conversation, like, especially if you're, uh, if you're texting, right? I hate a person who tells you something they saw on Google 
and they never been through it. And I don't even use the word hate because it's so it's so like I don't even use the word hate, but I I despise that. Don't tell me something you read on on Google unless you telling me, hey, I went through this. Boom, 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 boom. But here is the here is the more scientific thing of what I'm trying to say. I'm fine with that. But don't be in the midst of a conversation trying to sound smart. And you don't know what you're talking about. And my people who struggle in, in or struggle with believing in themselves and struggle with with uh, understanding their value mentally and physically and, and spiritually, make sure you have enough mental energy when you figure it out that you're able to get that person away from you, that you're able to understand it's no it's, it's no it's not a mean thing. Like for me, I, I really tried not to necessarily be mean. But if you are not helping me progress, why are you around me? I've learned that as an adult, like every everybody comes in your life for a reason. Either they're they're there to help you progress, they're help to, they're to help you get over something, or they ever there or Jesus, they are there to help you progress. They are there to help you get over, or they are there to hold you back. And I've learned that in the midst of my journey so that I'm able to be like that person, that, that person doesn't mean well for me. So I got to get you away from me. And I don't care what you feel about it because I, I, I feel that energy that you're trying, you're, you are trying to compete when I need help. You are trying to, to make me look bad when I am vulnerable. So I got to get away from you. So when you are going through these things and you are feeling a way about life, make sure that you, you, again, I go back, I go back, I go back. Make sure that your village is right. Make sure that everybody you have in your village is pure. That nobody is trying to get at the head of your village. That was my problem growing up is that you... When you have your your village, right? Because of age differences, because of experiences, because of this, because of that, right? You don't put yourself as the head of your village subconsciously. And I learned you can't do that. Because you have to set boundaries for how you want your village to be so you can you can invite and or escort people out of your village accordingly. I don't want nobody in my village that doesn't understand how I raise my kids. I don't want nobody in my village that doesn't understand uh, when I'm going through stuff mentally and, and, and how to help me through it. I don't want anybody in my village that's going to just tell me something to tell me something. Because it's not conducive to who I'm trying to grow to be. So if I have to... If I have to be combative with you in my village of safety, you got to go because now you are an enemy. I don't care how you slice it. I'm not talking about regular debates to sharpen. 
because iron sharpens iron. I'm talking if I got to be combative with you every day about something that's going on in my life, or if you ask me for some advice and I'm giving you it from the perspective um, or not perspective, but I'm giving it to you as a person who has been through that specific thing. And I'm letting you know, hey, this is how it turned out for me. So I would try this or try that because it failed for me. It messed up doing this. I did this and this is what happened. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody trying to step in your village and change it around. Sometimes we are, and I'm not even speaking from a place of just mental health, but uh, uh, a lot of people are beta. And not from a negative standpoint, they're just like, I don't, I'm not tripping. Like, they don't care to be the alpha. They don't care to be aggressive. They don't care to be, to, to lead in that way. So a lot of times you run, you, you're run over emotionally. You are run over spiritually. And you start listening to people and you don't realize you should have gone left and they told you to go right. But because you're just like, ah, eh, whatever, you go right. And now you've, you've, you've taken your life uh, out of content or out of, out of sequence, I say this to my kids all the time. Everything that you want in your life is all it's already done. You have to meet up. Excuse me. You have to meet up with that time that that part of your story is written and you're going to get a you're going to get a a, a a plethora of boom 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 everything falling into place. That mistake is going it's going to detour you. You don't have to take a detour because you should have went you should have went left, you went right. For me, I, I prefer that if I have to take a detour, it's because of me. It's because I knew full well that I made the choice. Not nobody, not anyone putting it in my head, no one forcing me to that. I'm a person that's like, all right, if I'm going to go this way, I feel like I'm in, in it's wrong. I want to be able to hold myself accountable. Like, dang, I should have did that. Not... Hey, what y'all think I should do? And then now I'm blaming them when it's on me. I have to be held accountable. You have to watch out for that. You have to watch out for the. Uh, you have to find you. You have to watch out for all these people who solely use the internet for answers. I'm going to keep it a buck. The only thing I'm on the internet for, like, I'm never on the internet looking for life answers. I'm only on the internet, only Google, only YouTube technical stuff. If I'm talking to my brother and my brother like, hey, you need to check out this interview because uh, he always tells me why. It's never a, yo, check out this interview. It's fresh. It's always, yo, check out this interview. He was talking about something that me and you talked about. Um, just kind of peep what he's saying in whatever. Or my brother reads books galore. And he'll reference a book like, Pina, you need to you need to check that out. Not because, not solely because he read it. Not solely because somebody said boom, 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 boom. But these are concepts and things that he's been doing in his life since he's been in business. And since he's been a since he's been alive, my brother been in my my brother literally has been a businessman since he was in fifth grade. 
he used to sell mixtapes before mixtapes was a thing. So when he tells me something about business, it doesn't matter what I think or what I feel. I'm going to take heed to what he's saying, and then I'm going to read whatever he tell me to read about it, not because he telling me to read about it as my brother. He's been in business since he was in the fifth grade. You see what I'm saying? So it's important that we are dealing with qualified people. I would never sit here and diagnose you because, again, I'm not clinical. I'm speaking solely from a place of I want my people. And this don't even this is not race, gender, nothing. My people, my people who struggle with mental health, my people who who have, you know, health issues, my people who have relationship issues. I'm telling you my personal life in hopes that you hear it and like, you know what? That helped me. I thought I was alone in that, but I'm not. I got to figure this out. If you wrong, you wrong. But stop letting people tell you you're wrong when they have no clue what you're going through. It's just certain things that it, it, that's, it, it, that's one thing for me that bothers me. You can't give me advice on you can't give me advice on nothing you've ever you've never been through. If you talking to me from a place that or if you you're teaching me something that you've never learned, you're not giving me advice, you're giving me your opinion. And I don't need your opinion. I don't need nobody's opinion. Like I used to say all the time like I'll take your suggestions, but not your demands. Same as I'll take your advice if you've been through that and you are qualified to give me advice on it. Otherwise, get them opinions out of here. I don't need it. Because I'm going to learn what I need to learn. I'm going to I'm going to find the people who who have been through something that I've been through. That's one thing about me now is that. I'll look for people who have the same struggles as me. Before it was pride and you just like you, it, you would listen to those non-qualified people. And I'm just being, I'm, I'm being honest. Like I was, I was a youth minister, right? And I really looked up to that pastor. I like that in my mind, that was my guy. Right. For whatever reason, the youth at that church, they just were attached to me and my wife at the time. Right. And so they would come to the crib, hang out. You know, we would stay after church. We would go, you know, we would we would uh, go bowling, stuff like that. Just chopping it up, because at the end of the day, I'm who I am, rather whether I'm preaching, whether I'm mentoring, whether I'm speaking, I'm me. Regardless, I am how God made me. It just is what it is. So I became uh, the pastor there. Allowed me to become the, the, the youth minister. Right. And we start off with a few kids and then they start bringing their friends. And the youth part of the church started growing bigger. 
than the adults. Like we started getting kids that their parents had no idea like what the church was, but the kids that I was mentoring, the kids that I was speaking to, they were bringing kids in. And so the pastor got mad. And though he didn't say this to me, he shut down the, the youth program. And it was this whole embarrassing thing where, like in front of the congregation, don't worry about why he in here. He needed to be in here watching me. Um, he needed to be in here watching me. The youth program is closed, yada, yada, whatever. At the time, I'm like, all right, bet. You know, this is my spiritual journey. I'm its armor bearer, yada, yada, whatever. It's things that I need to learn. But then I start seeing things. I start seeing the jealousy. I start seeing the the flesh in this so-called spiritual person. And it was at that time that I realized, yo, I'm listening to this man and he's not qualified to teach me. Because if he was qualified, it wouldn't transpire like this. And when I mean like that was my guy, like I was doing karate because he was a sensei as well. So doing karate, I'm at church, like, and I'm at church every day, cleaning the church on a roof, cleaning gutters, doing my, uh, you know, doing ush. I was ushering, then teaching that I was doing all this stuff because this guy, this pastor, right. And then when it happened, this, this, this was, this was the last straw for me. And I realized, dang, I allowed myself to follow somebody who was not qualified. And from that point on, I knew, all right, I got to stop listening to just anybody. And this is what happened. Me and my, me and my wife at the time, we was going through it. We was going through it bad. Like this was like the tail end of like, all right, it's about to be over. We went to, uh, we went to him and was like, Hey, you know, we need, we need some counseling. You know, things are, are getting a little bit shaky. We're considering parting ways with each other, yada, yada, whatever. Told his wife. She's like, all right, you know, I'm going to talk to him. I had already told him myself. She did. I told her, all right, I'm going to talk to him. And they was like, nah, we don't do that. And I'm like, I'm confused because every church that I've been to, you know, you do the, the pastors, uh, uh, the married pastors, the married pastors. Um, they have a program because, you know, that's part of their seminary school and, you know, um, and all that. But he's like, we don't do that. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, nah, that ain't, you didn't, you, you, that ain't what you, what you meant. Right. And so ultimately, and I'm not saying it's their fault, but I have to say this because again, I'm honest and I want to tell the full story. Ultimately me and my, uh, my wife, we end up divorcing. Right. Later on, I found out that the pastor and his wife was divorcing. I followed this man every day for like five years. You feel me? And I was blinded by who I thought he was. And then I realized that it was that he wasn't qualified to to be and do 
the things that he was doing. I don't know what happened to his marriage. I don't know what he did. I don't know what was done. But I know that he had himself in a space like everything was all good. And it was not. And then he was gone. So he built me up. And when I started doing good, he sat me down. When I came to him for help, because I thought he was qualified. He told me he couldn't help me. But not because he couldn't. Because he couldn't help me while he was going through the same thing. But instead of him saying, hey, I'm going to put you with this couple. He just said, nah, we don't do that. And he sat me down. At that point, I knew I can no longer look at you for who you say you are. You got to prove to me you have the qualifications. I was young. I was impressionable. I was trying to get my life right. I was, you know, I thought that was the best way to do it. I loved the kids there. I loved the environment there. I loved him. I loved him. But when it happened, it taught me something. And I made sure... Like, this is why I say you got to pay attention even to the little things. From that moment on, I changed my, my way of viewing things. I don't want your advice if you, if you haven't been through it. If I can't sit down with you, even if you've been through it, if I can't sit down with you and we have a healthy discussion of, hey, well... This is what I tried. It didn't work. And we are able, we're not able to, to converse and gain ground and, and, and help each other. All right, cool. It's, it's no love loss. I got to get away from you. You're not qualified. That's just like my, when, my, when my brother has issues with art, he don't call me. If he have technical questions, he calls me. If he has audio questions, he calls me. Because I've been doing this poetry and rapping and, and, you know, I was rapping before I was doing poetry when I was super young, though. I've been not rapping for over a decade. But I do poetry and I have my microphones and I have this and I have that, which for him, he, he just uses a camera or he used to just use a camera. So he calls me for that because I'm qualified. I have proof. I have poetry albums. I have uh, videos. I, I have proof that I'm qualified to answer the questions that he needs. If I if, if it's something that I am not qualified for, then for me, I say, hey, I don't know. Me and my brother have many of times sat on the phone and just typed in stuff to Google. Did you find it yet? No. All right, I'm still looking too. Hey, did you try this? No, I'm going to try it right now. Oh, it, it worked. No, it didn't work this time. All right, tried it. Like, me and my brother, we, we, we do that. But we have a basis of qualification. We have a foundation of qualification. We don't give opinions. We just, this is what it is. The only thing that we give opinions on is the art once it's released. Because once the art is released, it's no longer ours. Once this podcast, like, like, 
building the podcast or saying what I'm going to say on the podcast. I don't have nothing to do with nobody. When my brother mixes his paints and he paints, I don't have nothing to do with nobody. I can't give you an opinion on that. Can't give you an advice on that. But once you put it out, once I hit upload and it goes out to the people, that is when I accept opinions. And that was a good pie. Ah, you could have did better. Ah, it wasn't clear. Yada, yada, whatever. But in my life, don't talk to me about things that you don't know nothing about. Let's make it a thing. Again, I don't care if you're going through mental things or not. Let's make it a thing to hold people accountable that come to you and say, hey, well, you should do this. Okay, tell me why. And then after you tell me, show me your proof of you going through this and this working. Let's be certain we are not letting people in our mental space. Last week we talked about our mind being our filter. Let's like like we gotta we gotta start guarding our heart and our mind better. Period. We gotta stop letting these illusions of of oh this person has a lot of followers. Oh this person is charismatic. Oh this person is seems cool. We gotta, we have to combat that. No, stop telling, no, show me. I know that that's going to be a hard thing. I know that that's going to be a frustrating thing, but you have to do it for your own sake, for you to be able to, to get through whatever you're trying to get through. Again, I don't care if it's a mental thing. I don't care if you, if, if, if you don't have no mental issues, I'm telling you this from a space of, of love. Stop just listening to people and stop letting people talk to you any kind of way because they're quote unquote qualified and they don't have no proof. Show me how you qualify. It's so frustrating when you are, you know, when you are creatively or even professionally doing stuff, right? You come across these people that everything you did, they've done it before. Every single thing that you that every single thing that you've done, you could you could say I was a skydiving instructor, and they'll be like, back in '82, I used to I used to jump out of planes. Like, fam, come on. And so we have to understand that qualifications matter. We got to understand that no, you're not just gonna tell me what you want to tell me because I may be a little bit frustrated with life right now i may be a little bit vulnerable and so you telling me these things that you think i want to hear or the things that are going to make you look better no no we're not doing that we got to make sure that we are strong enough to say where where are your qualifications what are your qualifications like what are you qualified for what are you qualified for like you get you you get these people in your lives and that everything is a competition. Everything. And it gets so annoying because it's, it, it it turns you off from even telling anybody you're going through anything. Because you don't want to go through the frustration of having to, having to defend your your stance, having to defend who you are, having to defend what you're trying to get through and what you're trying to process because people are in competition with you. I say this all the time, like I'm only in competition with myself. 
if you you did that, cool. I'm glad you handled that. I'm glad you were able to go through that. I'm glad you were able to accomplish that. For me, I'm a uh, 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 ran track. I play football. Um, I do poetry. I write books. I have an apparel store. Like I'm not I'm not here to compete with you. I'm not a, uh, here to compete with your life. The things that I've been through in my life are different than yours. But there's so many people that are so insecure with themselves that whatever you've done, they've done it better. And you got to be strong enough to weed those people out or you have to be strong enough to learn how to maneuver around those people and not pay attention to them. Because that's it. They, they, they feed off of the attention. They can't handle anybody else getting shine. They can't handle anybody else um, um, living up their dreams and fighting through and persevering through through the negative things in their life without them feeling like they had to help or they had a hand in it or they, had, they gave some advice or like when I was this and when I. No, it's not about you because you have no proof. Be strong enough for that. I don't want to hear anything from anybody. That's just like I don't offer my opinion to anybody if I'm not qualified to offer it. Again, I'm not talking about regular debates off of, you know, uh, useless information. I'm talking about real life situations. I'm talking about careers. I'm talking about creativity. I'm talking about the technical stuff that I do. If I if I am not qualified, if I have not put in even a, a minute towards that, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen. Even as a poet, I've been doing this since the 10th grade. I've been out of school for 21 years. I've been out of high school for 21 years. So that means, let's see, 21. I've been doing this for 23 years. And I still feel underqualified in certain situations. So I look at other poets who have been poeting for long. But if you have no proof, if you have no starting point for me to go to and, and see how you got here, I, I want to hear it. You can't tell me I've been writing poetry for 10 years, but then when I say, all right, show me something, you have nothing to show me. All right, I, I can't take advice from you. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do it. You can't tell me anything about divorce if you've never been in a relationship. You can't tell me nothing about my kids if you don't have kids. We have to stop allowing these people to bully us mentally with these, oh, I did that too. It sounds good. What I like to do now when people when, when people offer opinions or, you know, if I'm saying something and I notice that it's, all right, cool, you just want the attention. I ask them three questions. Whatever the three questions are, I, I'm going to know by the third question. You're lying. It only takes that. It only it when 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 because if you've done it, it's certain it's certain things that are done in life that no matter what, there's something that is identical about the situation. Maybe a few things. People catch themselves up and show their lack of qualifications by that third question. You got to pay attention. You got you. You you have to pay attention. You have to fight 
to 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 believe in yourself. Eat like I'm telling you, I've been in situations where people have tried to make it like like they were so professional, right? And in real time, they seemed so professional, but I, I just felt like the, 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 the energy of lies. I just felt the, the disrespect of, of their illusion to seem right and, assume, and, 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 and to seem like they've, been a, they've achieved something, right? And I've had to stand on that and I had to sit there and I had to challenge that. If not for that pastor doing that for me, I, I would probably still be blindly following people in general off of the illusion that they are qualified without ever asking. Without ever having a one on one conversation to, to test their qualifications. No longer. It, it, it doesn't matter what you are going through. I hope that you have enough strength to make sure that you keep these people away from you because they don't mean no good for you. They want the attention. They want to, to, to move the attention that you don't even want. You're just looking for help. You're just looking for advice. Or you're just looking to be left alone. A lot of times you'll find these people because it'll be a regular conversation that, all right, the sky is blue. And then they'll come in with scientifically, uh, the sky is not blue. It's the, it's the water uh, reflecting off the circumference of the, you know, the, hey, basically, uh, you got $5 I could borrow, them type of people. I'm telling you the importance of knowing qualifications. We're at a time now. We can't just be listening to people. Just to listen to them. We can't just be allowing people. To, to give opinions. And disguise it as advice. Show me how you got there. Show your work. I used to hate that. In, 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 in school. Show your work. And now it's something that I rely on. But I didn't rely on it until I was hurt. Until I felt disrespected. Until I felt like people were trying to devalue me. And appear to be better than me. Even when I'm, I've never presented, I'm I'm not, I've never been a guy or person that's been in competition with nobody. I've always been the my journey is my journey type of guy. Always. I, I, I just recently as an adult realized it and start saying it out loud. But my actions have always been that. I said it before. My friends traveled, uh, traveled a country. Some of them, you know, have been able, uh, been able to go to different, um, different countries, go around the world even. Buy big houses, nice cars and stuff like that. My journey is what it's meant to be. I love them and I want the best for all of my friends. I never, it's never been a jealousy thing with me. I've always, you, you like, you could go back. I've always congratulated my people for doing what they're doing. I've never once been, oh man, I wish it was me. Oh man, that's correct. Nah, y'all my guys. Even my, my female friends. 
I want everybody to succeed. It's not a competition. You will never see me. You will never see me in, in a lot of cases when I am more qualified to speak on certain things. Just because I don't want to look like the guy who want like to who, who wants to take the attention off of the situation. It's, it's on you. You got it. I learned the hard way about qualifications. I'm still affected to that day or to this day from the interaction with that pastor. That really, not even on a spiritual, but on a, on a human being level, that really tore me up. That really uh, tore a hole in my emotions and to my mental. Because I didn't understand it. But I understand now that I got to start checking people's qualifications. I can't be blind about it no more. I know it seems mean. I know it seems maybe frustrating. I know it sounds maybe frustrating or it may, it may sound like a tough task to accomplish. But for me, nah, show your work. Show me how you came to that. If you a person, if I'm trying to get money in a legal way and, and you rich and you, oh, well, I, I can show you. Okay, show me. I don't know anything about investing. I've said that multiple times. My guy DW, hey, look at this. Look at that. You just got to study, man. This is This is the basics of it. You know, he'll put it in layman's terms for me. And then, boom, I, I go look for it. He, oh, I've been doing it. Like, well, how did you get into it? Well, I've been doing this for 10 years. Huh. So I know this. So I know that. So I look at this. I look at that. I give, I, I, I put this amount of hours into it. You qualify. Stop letting people tell you the, stop letting people advise you on detrimental parts of your life. And when it's time to seriously lean on them, they're confused. They don't mean you no good. I can't say it enough. I know I know this part was was a bit repetitive, but I'm just I'm I'm frustrated because I see it too often. And I know we get scared in our lives to ask people their qualifications. We can't do that no more. We cannot, we can no longer do that. We cannot allow people to come in our life and try to create a competition when we're seeking help. We cannot allow people to make us feel bad for not knowing certain things. We can't continue to allow people to teach subjects they have no clue about. We have to be strong enough to check them at the door the moment they start telling you something, the moment they start advising you some uh, uh, advising on something that's in your life that you're going through, that you're fighting through. Hey, have you have you been depressed before? You struggle with anxiety? Why are you talking to me then? 
You been broke before? How'd you? No, you've always been rich. Why are you talking to me? You got cars repo. You've been evicted. Why are you talking to me? You go nights without eating. Why are you talking to me? A lot of times we're hurting ourselves listening to people who have no clue what they're talking about. But they speak well. They use big words. They articulate well. And so we listen to them. But when you break that stuff down and try to apply it to your life, it disappears. Because there's nothing to support it. These people are not qualified. 